Back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is uh, Bumblebee the movie, the the whole movie for yeah. real the this whole time. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna review and talk through basically yeah the entire not basically the entire movie of Bumblebee. And this is going to be a longer episode, so strap in, kids, uh, get a drink, get your bottle of water and a uh, snack. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, let's let's actually start off talking about the cast uh, of this. It it stars Haley Steinfeld as Charlie. Um, I first saw her in True Grit. I thought she was fucking incredible in that. She's not bad. Uh, she's been in Ender. She's been in a lot of things. Ender's Game, Pitch Perfect Two. Uh, she was Gwen Stacy in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, another great movie. Um, and then we have John Cena as Agent Burns, and John Cena is a fucking treasure. Mm. He's probably got all the best lines in this movie or the best gags oh yeah he, he gets some good ones <laughs> uh and then we have uh, jorge i think uh lendenborg jr is memo and jason yeah Dr- I think that's the Dr- the how you pronounce the that kind name? of spanish yeah he's the love interest boyfriend kind of that uses a lot of hair care products oh does he ever <laughs> um we have jason drucker or drucker that's otis the little brother we have pamela adlon who i remember from louis uh she plays sally the bum steven schneider Sh- uh Schneider. Uh, Schneider Schneider is uh, Ron, the stepdad Ron, who is a pretty Ron. Everybody's the entire family's cliche, actually. Oh yeah. Um, Angela Bash Bassett plays Shatter. I'm falling all over the names today. Uh, the Shatter's the evil Decepticon. We have John Ortiz playing Doctor Powell and Peter Cullen, the great Peter Cullen, reprising his who else right role a few times as Optimus Prime. Uh, this there's a lo- when it comes to written directed by so this is. Directed by Travis Knight. Actually, I'll talk about the writer first. It was written by Christina Hodson. Um, she wrote Unforgettable. It's a movie starring Rosario Dawson and Catherine. Easy to work with Heigl um, in 2017. <laughs> now that she wrote Bumblebee, she's on the uh, the new Harley Quinn movie, the new Flash movie, and the new Supergirl movie. Wow. She got that DC money. Yeah, she's set. Yeah, this was Travis Knight's first live action directing credit as well so there's a lot of feels like a lot of first timers it really worked for them uh he previously directed the critically acclaimed kubo and the two strings uh and he's now on board to direct uh, the uncharted film adaptation and the six billion dollar man nice so all these people came together and they made a movie and the movie is bumblebee and we open on cybertron oh do we uh, man this looks fucking good it's beautiful like, they really pulled out all the stops on this scene right here. And not just pulled out all the stops, but got everything right. Mm. Like big budget and the people who were paying attention to the little details knew what they were looking at. Um, we come in with the Autobots holding off the Decepticons. And like right away, we see Ratchet, RC, Cliffjumper, Wheeljack, Brawn, and Ironhide. And a few others, I think, in the background that I, I saw bodies but couldn't make out who was who. Yeah, you see Brawn for just a second before he gets blasted. And then, yeah. then the Decepticons... It, it, I thought it was Skywarp and Thundercracker, and been, there was a green jet like that, too. But it's just like the, the beginning of More Than Meets the Eye, where there's a bajillion Decepticon jets, and they're all different colors. So maybe it's just like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the opt- Autobots are overwhelmed uh, by Seekers, and Optimus shows up, and he saves the day, kicks a bunch of ass. Mm, he starts whooping ass. And he wants to know where B-127 is, and he, B-127 comes screaming in. 
in future car mode. Yeah, he just comes screaming around this corner and rams into I thought it was Starscream. He just rams into him, and then he transforms, tackles, uh, I wrote it down as Skywarp, because it's a purple seeker, and then he crashes into the ground with him, and then he kicks Skywarp's head away, which hits, I, again, I thought it was Starscream, hits him in the face. And he's like, sorry, I'm late. <laughs> and well, I think bad this, traffic. This, yeah, yeah, a lot of traffic. I think this is when we see the actual star screen because there's a great shot where uh, Soundwave comes in and shouts Decepticons in his cool voice. And the voice is just perfect. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Um, they, so it's none, aside from Peter Cullen, none of the Transformers are voiced by original uh, yeah, voice actors. A lot of them aren't even alive. Exactly. Yeah. But they get the voices pretty good. And uh, so, yeah, we see Soundwave and then. Uh, Starscream kind of comes in behind him and then Shockwave and uh, mm. and then a shit again the voice is perfect it is and a shit ton of Seekers come in so the yeah a bunch of Seekers come in and the Autobots retreat to the tower yeah Prime's like uh, Cybertron has fallen get in the escape pods mm -hmm. and it uh, shows Ironhide gets in one of them and uh, Prime's like we have to find the, uh, the Autobots are scattered all over the galaxy so we have to find our friends and uh, but you B127 are going to go to this well hidden planet I've discovered mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> easily discovered if i found it nobody else can find it <laughs> and uh you need to go there and set up a base for us yeah and um wait for everybody else so uh oh then starscream and these two seekers take out i'm assuming it's starscream take out uh the tower they have a really neat weapon that like they all launch these little missiles and they kind of create a helix yeah, and it spirals around it yeah, yeah. they all hit the tar uh, the tower at the exact same spot and weaken it starts to uh, teeter over begins to collapse mm. and B-127's pod pew, fires off into space away we go oh just as Optimus charges off the edge leaps off the tower and just fucking bosses it onto a seeker mm. B-127 blasts off into space title card And, uh, and after the title card, we're on Earth. And it's like, really? I never would have guessed. But uh, like, it's all these trees and everything. But it, the transition, like, from total CG to absolutely none, uh, like, even though there's that kind of buffer in the middle there, it almost feels like someone changed the channel from, like, a Michael Bay movie to an episode of MASH that was just starting. Because that's, like, it's just all it needs is the helicopter coming over those trees. <laughs> like, um so we we go into the trees oh oh and there's a title card or um yeah title on screen saying it's 1987 earth 1987 yeah and we cut to an army training exercise uh which basically allows john cena it introduces him as uh agent burns and uh he gets to be charming super soldier yeah because one guy gets, does the old rope lasso trap that pulls him up the tree like how the fuck do those even work but anyway he, he's in the thing and i thought this guy kind of looked like finn from uh, like john boyega from the new star wars movies okay i thought it looked like him anyway but uh yeah but he's like uh, you know you should know better or whatever and he just keeps oh fuck this gun this trigger i gotta get this thing looked at and he just keeps unloading the yeah. paintball gun on this guy in the tree he's like fuck man that nearly hit my eye well he doesn't swear there's not a lot of swearing in this movie uh, Burns cuts down the other soldier and as they're talking uh, a meteor like a flaming meteor starts coming towards him and lands he's like uh, uh, sir and he's like oh do you expect me to fall for that but he turns around anyway <laughs> so Burns calls into headquarters and is like what the hell are you doing dropping napalm on your own guys and they're like we don't know what you're talking about and that's when B-127 stands up mm. and they see each other for the first time and uh, Bumblebee notices like more of the army approaching and uh, makes him run for it but he scans an army jeep like because it shows his vision like range this and this and that and the other thing and but uh one of the things it shows an army jeep and it like 
obviously he scans the thing and he just starts running yeah and uh so a bunch of humvees pull up uh burns gets in one of them and is like follow that thing and yeah, what, spread out and get it yeah <laughs> and they have this big chase through the forest there's some cool stuff like b127 uh has these big arm blades he'll like and at one point um cuts down a couple trees to block his path stuff like that but the, uh burns does witness him transform into the jeep and he's like what the hell was that <laughs> so the this whole chase ends up at an abandoned mine as they do yeah and uh bumblebee is back in robot mode and he's trying to get to the mine shaft but finally one of these humbies just slams into the side of him and so, uh, knocks him over now before that happened when i first saw this in the theater i have to admit Watching that, I was like, oh, sweet Jesus, are we going to get a cave-in? <laughs> we didn't. Um, but yeah, so uh, B-127 stands up and says, hey, look, I'm, I come in peace. I mean, no, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody. Like, yeah, like, this is all a mistake. Like, yeah. just And as he's talking, we see a jet come in. Now, apparently, this is Blitzwing. Yeah, well, yeah, because <sighs> Blitzwing is, is some type of a MiG when he's in yeah. plane mode. But um, this is an F-4 Phantom II, which is an American fighter plane. But it was painted exactly like Slingshot, the aerial bot. So I'm like, oh, fuck, is, is this another, oh, like, is this Slingshot? But no, it is not Slingshot. It has a Decepticon logo. Aside from, like, really Starscream a little bit, uh, Soundwave, Shockwave, and then the core Autobots... Every other Transformer is really just Transformer, and you could say whoever, oh, this one's Blitzwing. Oh, no, I mean, it's a Thundercracker. Actually, I know, I mean, uh, it's, a- it's, it's not Slingshot shit. Uh, so, which one was the, which one was the F4 Phantom? I have no idea. I think it's Fireflight was the F4 Phantom, too. Okay. This was, this was into the era of G1, Paul, where I was like, I don't care what new ones they are anymore. <laughs> so, uh, but this one, it's Blitzwing, yeah. um, and they fight, uh, and there's, this is actually a pretty good fight. The, the Bumblebee's a he's a hell of a little warrior. Oh yeah, um, he he's, is he's... outmatched. Like in every fight he's in, you you realize he's like half the size of everybody. Mm. But uh, they have themselves a good old fight. And at one point, Blitzwing just grabs him and f- starts flying up the mountainside, holding Bumblebee against the, or B one twenty seven. I guess is still his name yeah. against the edge of the mountain. You see all these sparks and things flying everywhere. Yeah, um, and they get to a point where B one twenty seven. Uh, Blitzwing says where's Optimus he says I won't talk and he's like fine and has some spike that transforms out of his hand he stabs B-127 in the throat which you know cancels his vocal process or he just rips it I would I think and then just tosses him off the cliff which is another reference to the Michael Bay which you know we didn't mention at the beginning the reason you don't see Megatron is because he's on Earth in the Michael Bay verse uh, and the reason Bumblebee gets his throat ripped out is so the Michael Bay verse works this is the Bay verse <laughs> fuck you fandom <laughs> and uh, the, actually there's a neat move here though I gotta give Bumblebee credit this is a great move uh, where uh, Blitzwing has uh, Bumblebee dead to rights. He's about to shoot him. Yeah. Bumblebee's He's getting out the cigarette and the blindfold and oh shit, left him at the top of the hill. Just don't go anywhere. I'll right back. <laughs> Bumblebee <laughs> yanks open a panel on Blitzwing's arm, takes out a, pulls out a missile, stabs it into his chest. Yeah. And when Blitzwing stumbles back. He shoots the missile and blows him to shit. But now like Blitzwing's dead, but Bumblebee is seriously fucked up now. Oh, yeah. And like, it, it, like he's seen all these warning things coming up. It's like memory cells failing. Yeah. And uh, it, it pans over to an overturned army vehicle and um, Burns is under there and he's really banged up too. Like he's bleeding really bad. Oh yeah. Which 
we didn't mention when Blitzwing first comes in, he blows the shit out of the army. Oh, yeah. Like, just lays everybody out. And Burns watches Bumblebee or B-127 stumble away, um, and he makes it to a lakeshore, falls in, like, you know, face in the water, and sees a family picnicking off in the distance. The very last thing he sees is uh, is a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. Mm. Powers down. And then an alarm goes off at 8 a.m. It's, it's 8 o'clock. Like, just once I want to see an alarm clock in a movie or a TV show go off at, like, 7.23 or something. Like, why is it always the exact? Yeah, anyway, it doesn't uh, matter. Um, <laughs> so the, uh, the owner of the clock shuts it off, dons her headphones. And the other side, uh, they have a spark plug for a keychain. I'm thinking, oh, that's kind of a neat little reference there. Okay. I really like Haley Steinfeld. I think she's a great actress. But this character is so hit you over the head of, hey, she's a teenager. Hey, she's not like other girls. She likes cars. (laughs) Hey, her family's lame. Hey, kids. And it's just, it starts here. Uh, She puts on a set of headphones, and um, there's a pretty good soundtrack to this movie. Oh, yeah. like Well, it shows some of her posters. She's got ones of David Bowie. There's one of Chrissy Hind, like the Pretenders. She's got, like, Hot Wheels on on a shelf, and and there are real car parts all over the room. Yeah, like, that's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, like, she she likes cars. She works on cars. Mm. Now, can we just sit here while you tell us that she misses her dad 19 times in one movie? <laughs> yeah. The song we hear right, right now is Big Mouth Strikes Again by The Smiths. But yeah, because at one scene she's brushing her teeth and uh, she just does this whole air drumming bit. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. I noticed she like sniffs her armpits and it's like, eh, it's fine. It's like, what? Okay, so I guess deodorant is optional. Yeah, like they're, they're just hitting you over that. Oh, she's a rebel. Uh, and her name is Charlie. This is Charlie. Charlie. And uh, when she walks out of her room, like touches a picture of her dad, I miss you, dad. Mm. Get ready for more of that. Um, and she walks into the kitchen with a box of a bunch of diving trophies where we meet Sally, yep. her mom, and Ron, her stepdad, who is the most stepdaddiest <laughs> stepdad oh, to ever stepdad. Yeah, he's... He's, he's uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she... He stepdad's more stepdaddy than Otis, her little brother, little brothers. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at that, too. But yeah, she pulls out the, uh, the garbage can from under the sink and uh, throws all her diving trophies in there, and her mother's like, uh, you're probably going to regret doing that. And she's like, well, I need to make, they're taking up too much space in my room. Put them in the fucking so garage. I gotta go. She, she Charlie, yeah. I, I get attic. that she's an angry teen, but they wrote her as such an asshole in this scene. She lost me. She's got like serious attitude. Mm. And she's like, it's my birthday tomorrow. $500 would be really nice. <laughs> I, imagine, can you imagine when you were 16, or however she old she is, 18, saying to your parents, hey, can I have $500 for my birthday? Oh, my God. In it, the fucking 80s? Yeah, no. Anyway. Uh, and then, uh, she, so we find out she's rebuilding a Corvette. Um, which, of course, she built with her dad. And Ron, at one party, is like, hey, if I get this job interview tomorrow, I could get you all the car parts you need. And she's like, you know what? I'd prefer money. Fuck you, missy. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. This like, is oh my God. Attitude. Anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. Take what really. you can get. Um, he's, he's trying. So then Otis comes in, and he is every little brother you've seen in every movie ever. Yeah. And he's got a karate gi on, and he's got his yellow belt, and he thinks he's a fucking ninja. And yeah, and and mom wants uh, Charlie to you know 
take your little brother to a karate practice on your way to work. And she's like, well, if I had a car, I could do that. And she's like, well, just follow him on your bike to make sure he gets there. <laughs> we cut to uh, an amusement park. And when we do, uh, yeah, we get and Howard Jones works there. Yeah, too. I was going to say, <laughs> things can only get better by Howard Jones plays. Um, and Charlie works at a hot dog on a stick stand, and she's squishing lemons to make lemonade. She's making lemonade, yeah. and uh, the boy from the stall across the way, uh, he, he tries to talk to her, and she's like, nope, sorry, busy, can't do it right now. But uh, she's walking along with some big he introduces, of sorry, lemonade. He introduces himself as Memo. Memo. For some something distracts her, and she walks into some preppy dickhead. Oh, these <laughs> just squishes all the, the things, lemonade all over him. And uh, uh, I, okay, I get that he's not even mad. He he just takes his shirt off. He's a douche because he's like he like takes his shirt off and poses for a bit, and all the girls yeah. like, oh my god, I could see his nipples. Yeah, and then he's like, let's just fucking leave, and he walks away. The this group of the cool kids. I get you got an 80s movie on your hand. I get you got to have the cool kids, but they don't affect anything in any way. No, there's a They're mild, just... mild payoff later on with the girl's car. And but it that doesn't even affect the script. And yeah, that didn't even need to be there either. Yeah. yeah, they're so just douchey and mean for no reason. And it adds nothing to the script except, oh, look, they're douchey. I don't even. Yeah, I, it's not like this is even a click that Charlie wants to get into. They're they're just there. It's like she exactly. couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly, everything that isn't Transformers in this movie, I am very uninterested in. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that now. Anyway, uh, because this, yeah, she like, uh, you know, the kids walk away and she's like about to cry and she wants to. Oh, I'm gonna fight and then we cut to Runaway by Bon Jovi. Yeah, and I don't know whether they intended this or not, but there's a roller coaster in the background, and it comes down the track at exactly the same time as uh, Richie Sambora's Pick Slide at the first of that song. That's a really good fucking good song. On the street where you live, girls talk about the social lives. They made Olympic players to complain. Don't you see when they rise? Um, and we then go to her riding her, I don't know what this is, her motorbike or moped, moped to see thing piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks like something she just put together. It, it was... really does, which I'm sure is is the look. We we get it. You know, she wears punk T-shirts and jean vests. And yeah. anyway, shows up at uh, Uncle Hank's junkyard <laughs> and wants to look through his junk. <laughs> oh, and then we have a scene in case, Paul, did, did you did you know that Charlie knows cars because if you didn't uh we have a great scene for you here yeah. she walks past the mechanic he's like hey pass me a three-eighths wrench and she's like oh is it for the bop 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 and he's like yeah it's a da 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 and she's like you want a half inch and she was and he's like right he's like i said the three and he puts the wrench down and it, it's perfect fit like get oh, right where sakes. i said <laughs> yeah. and now she's out 
on a boat cutting some kind of car part out and Duran Duran is in the background. Yeah, Save a Prayer by Duran Duran. And when she jumps off the, the boat, it knocks over into the next one and then into a next one and then it hits a yellow Volkswagen Beetle with a tarp over it. Ooh. Now she's completely unconcerned about the boats but she's suddenly fascinated by this car. I was like, yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, what did Bertie Mac say? Uh, the driver don't pick the car. The car picks the driver. And uh, That was my horrible, horrible Bernie Mac. And not only did uh, the, the driver pick the car, the bees picked the car because there's a bee's nest in one of the wheel wells. Of course. Everything about it, like, there's there's a bee's nest in one of the wheel wells. His vision is all hexo- hexagonal. Yeah. Like, it, we get it, bee. And uh, she opens the door, and there's an Autobot symbol on the steering wheel. Yeah, and turns the ignition, and the... Um, the radio powers up just yeah like the, the engine won't start it's like yeah. well it's not going to start if you don't give it some gas and put your foot on the clutch lady i think yeah anyway it doesn't no matter. it's okay paul don't worry she she knows about cars oh that's true she's she's the mechanic <laughs> anyway this as soon as she turns b or b127 on this signal pew fires through and in, out into space and we very quickly uh travel to one of the moons of saturn yeah and it's a really cool shot because you see the, the planet amazing in, in the background and yep. uh it's cliff jumper he's on the ground and one of his arms is off and there is a decepticon holding his arm and then there's, well, there's two decepticons mm-hmm. and one of them's female and uh i guess we find out this is shatter and dropkick are their names even though their names are never mentioned in the film uh which i like i like um, but, uh, I, although I do wish, like, I understand they're going to have to die. So you don't want to put in a, a G1 classic, but I mean, it so easily could have been Thundercracker and Skywarp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, um, anyway, and although they are triple changers. So yeah, why not make it fucking Astro Train and, and Blitzwing? Blitzwing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they, uh, they're, they're. Uh, pushing cliffhanger for or cliffhanger cliff jumper for information he won't talk despite getting stabbed in the chest and cut up yeah all he's doing is my name is cliff jumper i'm a little than the autobot resistance material yeah number like he just gives them the big three like they tell you in the army just that's the only three things you ever give up under interrogation and rank and serial number and uh then uh, b127 signals comes in and uh they're like holy shit that's B127. Yeah, it's the theme song from Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> Where everybody knows your name. Yeah. And um, they, uh, they're they like, he's on Earth. Well, we don't need Cliffjumper anymore. And they cut him in fucking half. Yeah, the long way. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, it's actually a great shot where you're behind Cliff Jumper and the, he just gets sliced. And when he falls apart, there's Dropkick. Kung Lao. Uh, so. Fatality. So then uh, we go back to Earth and Charlie pays Uncle Hank 30 bucks <laughs> yeah. for all the parts. And he's working on this little TV and he's like, I got to see what happens to Alf this week. <laughs> like, oh. Alf? Hey, Paul, remember Alf from the 80s? I remember Alf. Alf. Oh, God. <laughs> this, this, this movie just has... That used to like be on Monday nights on CBS, mallet. I remember. <laughs> like that a- it says the 80s on it and it just beats you over the head with it constantly. Uh, so we go back to Charlie working in the Corvette. I j- just can't do it without him. Oh, and it's like, okay, like, <laughs> we, guess it must be her father. Uh, yeah. And walks in. We have a little shot where she walks in. And to her see family is watching Alf. <laughs> Alf, hey, Paul, 
Do you remember Alf from the eighties? I remember Alf. Uh, uh, so yeah, they're watching Alf, and she doesn't feel like a part of them. She she goes to her bedroom, yeah, and uh, sits there for a bit. Oh no, she wakes up the next morning and it's her fucking yep, birthday. And I wonder if it's deodorant day. Like, I wonder if it's no. every second day she uses it because no, no. But she brushes her teeth every morning. Yeah, yeah. She actually goes uh, on a Fibonacci sequence <laughs> for the days she uses it. Uh, so uh, she, so it's her birthday, and this is just her parents are fucking cartoons. Her mom <laughs> got her a bike yeah, helmet that looks flowers on i i saw that and i was like there's no fucking way that wasn't made in 2017 yeah Come exactly on. that that helmet did not it, exist in 1987 no, it, it's like maybe 77 looks <laughs> it looks like something from like the side of the mystery machine or something <laughs> oh it's it's really cheesy it's yeah really pink and girly and flowery it's everything charlie would hate but it's just it's it doesn't look like that Retro. No, but her, her mom has been reading, or she saw something on TV. The people on mopeds are getting their brains squished and getting in accidents. So you have to wear this from now on. It's not the law, but it's my law, and you're gonna do it as long yeah, as you live what under a, this what room. What a great birthday present! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a what a wonderful birthday present. She is a shitty mom. She's a real <laughs> shit mom. Uh, and Ron's like, "Hey, look, I got you something too, and it's a book called Smile yeah. for a Change." I've written down as like, her, uh, her stepdad got her a book called Cheer the Fuck Up or something. <laughs> It's basically it's, what it is. Yeah, and yeah. He's like, you smile. And there's a whole chapter here that people that smile have more friends. It's like, just keep driving it home that she's unhappy. Like, yeah. she she knows that. She doesn't need to be reminded that she's unhappy. I was on Ron's uh, side that first scene. Now he's a dumbass. Um, so she storms off to her room and sits there. And then, by gum, she's not going to take it. She's going to make a change in her life. Yep. And she uh, she marches off to Uncle Hank and says, if you give me that bug, I'll work for free. I'll clean the floors. I'll clean your dirty ass toilets. I'll fuck your wife. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> and he's like, uh, no deal. We're not hiring. But uh, just take the damn car and happy birthday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, now Steve Winwood is here. Yeah, we have Higher Love by Steve Winwood and uh, just a montage of Charlie f- fixing a fucking Transformer. Paul, she's fixing a fucking Transformer. Yeah, exactly. Did, like, you, that doesn't... There are so many scenes in this movie, like when later they're going to switch a, ta- a cassette deck out, and I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Well, the, just like, remember uh, in Make Tracks, where Raul yeah. pops the hood of tracks, and he looks at the engine, and he's like, what the hell is this? Like, Exactly. This is alien technology. It looks like a Corvette, but this ain't no Corvette. Yeah. So she drives off in the bug, uh, parks it at home, and then uh, once she's got it home in her uh, parents' garage, a little part falls out. It looks yeah, like his arms comes down. It looks yeah, like yeah, it's something. And uh, she gets on the little um, the what are the mechanics creeper and slides they underneath. Dolly, I think they call those things. Yeah, actually, I looked it up. It's called a mechanics creeper. Oh, there you go. How about that? <laughs> you learned something new today, kids. I learned something. Uh, and she slides under the car and comes face to face with Bumblebee's face. Yeah, and uh, she's shining the light in his face, and then his eyes light up, and he transforms uh, over her. Yeah, it is a great shot here where they just pull up, looking down at her, and as they're pulling up, like they're pulling up through him as he transforms. 
Mm. Great shot. And they, they look at each other for a second. Then they both try to make a run for it to opposite ends of the thing. And she gets to the door, but she doesn't go yet. But he gets all tangled up in a kite that, that's up in the corner of the garage. And he just stumbles around for a bit. And he manages to get that off. But then he just pulls himself into a corner and tries to make himself as small as he can in this corner. And as soon as he does, the door opens and Sally, her, uh, Charlie's mom comes in He's like, what are you doing? What's the noise? And she's like, what is that? And it's like, mom, I can explain. And we have a, that fake out where they turn around and Bumblebee's a bug again. Or yeah. B-127's He's a, a bug. Car. He's not Bumblebee yet. But like he had to, because the corner that he hid in is behind the Corvette that's on the other side of the garage. So he would have had to come back around that and transform literally quickly and like, completely quietly. Yeah. Yeah. And the amount of time he had, he would have had to jump. Hmm. Ugh, anyway, um, so uh, mom goes back and uh, she's OK with her having the car. And um, again, this whole fixed Autobot thing, like one of the fenders falls off. So she just yeah, she's like, are you still in there? And she, this fender falls off. She gets it back on, like click, it just clips back into place, I guess. And, uh, and he then transforms he transforms again. Him. And so like, why isn't that fender fucking falling off when he's transforming? Yeah, like they, yeah. they don't, this movie doesn't appreciate the one of the few things it does not appreciate is the fact that this is an alien robot. It's not just Volkswagen parts that look like a robot. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's the other way around, but like he's over twice her height and 10 times her size. And he is scared shitless of her. Yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, I get that his memory is gone. Well, that's it. He doesn't know, probably doesn't even know who he is, where he is, yeah. or why he's there. Like, it's like how did I get here? Yeah, I, so. And I get that, but I like, I've seen that in the iron giant. I've seen that in <laughs> ET. I've seen that in a lot of movies and yeah, exactly. And, and that you're right. Yeah. She is not a threat at all. So no, like he could squish her flat. Effortlessly. He, 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 he plays the rest of this movie like a ter- scared little puppy. Pretty much. Even after he gets his memory back. Uh, don't worry, kids. I have a lot to complain about, <laughs> like always. Uh, so she's like, oh, who are you? And she puts her hands out. I'm not going to hurt you. This is like, it was moments like this where I was like, I don't give a shit. Where he like comes out and he puts his hand against her face. Oh, yeah. And he can understand her, but, and, he, and what point, but he can't talk. Yeah. And, and wh- why, like, why would he do that i would understand if a puppy or a baby did that but yeah. and at what point in his the limited culture of transformers that still exists in his brain does he think oh i crave the warm touch of a human hand fuck off yeah. <laughs> and uh she asks him what he is where he's from but he can't yeah. and she says what you don't know or you just can't tell me and then he points at her, and she thinks she likes her motor head. Like she's wearing a motor head yeah. shirt. She's like, "Oh, you're a metal fan, are you?" And you know, he shakes his head and points at her again. She's like, "Oh, you mean who am I?" And she's like, oh, "I'm Charlie Watson. I'm 18." And then uh, imagine if it just cut over to Kip Wanger standing there, and he's like, "Fuck!" Walks away. <laughs> okay, you can look that one up, for kids. All right. And so she she's decides to name him Bumblebee because you sound like a little bumblebee, even though he fucking doesn't. And <laughs> yeah. then. We cut to sh- uh, Shatter and Drop Kick arriving. Actually, they're not there yet. Uh, it's We're a truck stop diner. Desert and Cletus yeah. and George Strait's on the yeah. radio. And so that this puts is, us again, into this is late very... spring of 87, because that song came out in April of 87. Okay. Well, th- and this is where, again, it's very Michael Bay in that let's go to, like, the South and make fun of some Americans. Let's make yeah, fun of some much. dumb Americans. And it's uh, it's a married couple. She's leaving him because he tried to sleep with her sister or something. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. And, um, Unsuccessfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Like that. And uh, this giant flaming meteor, obviously a, a transformer, flies through the air. He's like, not my car, not my car. And it hits a truck. <laughs> it just destroys that truck. And she's like, oh, thank God it didn't hit my car. <laughs> she's like, yeah, don't worry. I'm fine, asshole. It's like, okay. Yeah. And then a second one comes and blows up the car. Yeah. And uh, the two of them are watching this fire and rubble. And then two muscle cars drive out. He's like, is that my car? And these two muscle cars come around and transform into shatter and dropkick. Mm, it's the the ones that kill Cliff Jumper and uh, the male one. Well, I haven't written down as the male one, but dropkick just blasts this guy with something and he just pops. Like there's no blood or anything. It's just basically an explosion of water. Is what it looks like. Yeah, it, or even a slime. I kind of like that. That like the Transformers weapons just react differently to organic life. Yeah, it yeah. just you pop. In fact, a dropkick is even like. I really like the way they pop. Yeah, and she's like, "All right, look, focus here. We the the signal was coming from the the west uh, coast of this continent. We need to head west." And they transform and zoom away they go. And and then we c- cut to uh, we go back to Charlie and we it's eight o'clock yeah, again. Yeah, uh, she wakes up. She's in a good mood. She gets her pop tart. She give one to Otis and Ron leaves for work. And she goes to get Bumblebee and he's gone. Mm, and uh, the the guy from the amusement park that tried to talk to her i guess is her neighbor and uh he's for it's a very brief shot but he's reading a gobots comic book he is he <laughs> yeah. is yeah it's like oh fuck, I know. Um, nice. apparently apparently there's a cut scene from this movie later on when the two of them are in the car where he actually figures out that bumblebee is a gobot and she's like that's a kid's comic shut up <laughs> uh, you can find it on youtube um and uh yeah, so he tries to talk to her. She blows him off again. She's really uh, worried. She's like in her house coat on her little moped bike. And she, this is again a silly scene. It's loosely about Bumblebee, so I kind of have care. Yeah, because it turns out Bumblebee is gone because her mom took, used Bumblebee to take the dog to the vet because the dog ate a rubber glove or something. Yeah. And, and she, yeah, she takes off after her mother and somehow catches up to her, even though her mother has a way bigger head start. Yeah. And is in an actual car. Sorry, an alien robot. Um, and like there's D- Bumblebee's trying to wave to her. She's like, stop. Anyway, get your yeah, mom to like pull over. like an arm transforms into the back. That's yeah. a wave. And, and she then. gets her mom to pull over and crisis averted. She gets in the car. But here's my problem. This doesn't affect the fucking story on any level. No, it and doesn't. It never, never comes back. The mom did. It's not like the mom learned how to drive Bumblebee and that comes back later on. Not doesn't. There are so many things they introduce in this movie that aren't important. This really could be a half hour episode of just really good transformers yeah um so uh agent we go to agent burns he's notified the decepticons landed in texas and he orders troops to mobilize and off they go and then he has a portrait of reagan on the wall (laughs) yeah 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 um and and again so uh talking about pointless scenes we go to a scene where charlie teaches bumblebee you always have to transform if people see you and they're at the beach and she's teaching him how to transform and it's like he's a stupid puppy yeah he's down at the He's, they're down at the beach, and she's like, oh, okay, I guess the coast is clear. And like, sorry, so if people are coming, you're going to, oh, look, quick, there's people coming, hide. And she goes and hides behind a rock, and he does the exact same thing. But, like, only his face is hidden. The rest of his body like, is I get, still uh, visible. It's just, like, I, uh. He's so dumb, it bothers me. Anyway, I, I understand <laughs> why, it, but it still bothers me. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, in Texas. Yeah, uh, Dropkick and Shatter approach this military blockade that is led by Agent Burns. And... um. They so they come flying in. Uh, Shatter is in jet mode. Dropkicks in a helicopter. They both. Tri- well, no, they- aren't they just uh, 
they're driving, but they there is a helicopter, and and I thought it was a Sea Harrier, is that airplane? I only thought the British Armed Forces use those, but they scan them. Yes, no, there are there are military helicopters there, but um, I think he's an Apache. Mm. Uh, but drop, drop, kick, and shatter come in as aircraft, transform into vehicles, and then transform into robots and stand up in front of the army. Yeah, like this looks exactly like the same spot they filmed the end of Seven. Like, imagine if, like, it during really the scene, does. you just in the back, I need to hear Brad Pitt going, "What's oh, in the bar? <laughs> <laughs> What's in the fucking bar?" Uh, so um, we also meet Doctor Powell here, and he um, reminds Burns, "We want peaceful contact. We don't want to blow the shit out of them." And uh, Shatter tells Burns that B one twenty seven is a dangerous criminal and they're here to find him yeah she's like you know what i have an idea let's just let's play these motherfuckers yeah dropkick's even like oh my god they're multiplying please let me kill them yeah <laughs> uh the, the decepticons want access to u.s satellites basically burns right away like, no, even though she you. says they're primitive but yeah. it, it'll do what we need and powell's like ah oh, let me talk to some people so then we talk, we go to Charlie and Bumblebee, they're walking along in the woods, and Bumblebee has wood, some yeah. little sparky thing shorting out on his some chest. Some bugging him on his yeah. chest, yeah. She, she gets him to lie down yeah. so she can try and fix it. And she does, and it creates this giant hologram of Optimus Prime, uh, basically saying... Help me, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. No, sorry, I had yeah, to. I had to. Literally... It, that, is, that is what the message is. Uh, and that triggers Bumblebee's memory. And we go back to Cybertron and finish that scene oh, where Optimus yeah. jumped off the tower. And it's beautiful. He is it's absolutely beautiful. fucking the Decepticons up. Like, they can't put a dent in him. He's just yeah. having it. He kicks the shit out of, like, six or so, uh, at least six uh, Seekers, but he might shoot a couple more off screen. Mm. Um, and then after that, Shockwave, or Soundwave, sorry, uh, ejects Ravage at Optimus, and those two duke it out. Like, fucking classic G1. Yeah, it's just like on the show, like, Ravage somehow can knock Optimus Prime over. He pounces on him, gets him down, and... Prime manages to get him off, but uh, now Soundwave, Shockwave, and a gazillion of the Seekers are just moving in on him. Yeah, and then as that pulls out uh, from an overhead shot, it kind of transforms, or uh, transforms, it uh, turns into Bumblebee's eye, and he sits up, and suddenly Charlie has a lot of questions, and Bumblebee has no answers. Yeah, he's just like, who, who was that? He mentioned a war, and Bumblebee doesn't know who that was, doesn't remember. Yeah. And then she asks, okay, is the, the beetle form, is that like a disguise? Are you hiding from something? Are you like a robot in some kind of costume? <laughs> yeah. And he's he's busy fiddling with the radio dials, and she's like, oh, your radio doesn't work. I'll fix it. This will get us to the next scene. Yeah, so back at home. I, I thought she was working on the Corvette, but she's... uh. She's doing something, but and Bumblebee is like watching. I think she's taking the cassette deck out of the Corvette, yeah, and giving it which to obviously wouldn't be the original part because that's like a 1957 Corvette. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. That, that's um, the only year that it looked like that. So uh, she puts. Um, oh, oh, Bumblebee's watching the Breakfast Club. We have that iconic shot. That's what movie that was. Yeah. Oh, okay, and then she's like, put on another tape, and he puts on a tape of her old diving competition. Mm. And, uh, hey, Paul, did you know that Charlie uh, misses her dad and doesn't like Ugh. to deal with the past? Because if you didn't already know that... We're going to let you know. Now you do again. Yeah. She, she's on the high dive, and she dives, and it's perfect. And 
her dad's like, yeah, great job, Charlie girl. She kinda, and anyway. yeah, she's like, what are you playing that for? She she takes it off and she's mad at Bumblebee and he's sad. But then she realizes, okay, yeah, I snapped yeah. at him. It's not really his fault. And uh, she has the radio with the Corvette and uh, aha, uh-huh. it works. Hey, Paul. I tell you what, I have to top up my coffee. Why don't you and I take a quick break and everybody can listen to the wonderful sounds of aha's take me on or take on me. Alrighty. All right. See you in a sec. So then, then that's aha. Uh-huh. Uh, so oh, Bumblebee, he's got some dance moves, Paul. He's, he's gonna shake his shake his booty, and then she says, "Oh, hey, do you like the Smiths? Because we haven't heard enough Smiths." And <laughs> yeah. girlfriend in a coma sucks. It's, I, I, this is this song is why I don't like the Smiths. Girlfriend in a coma. I know. I know. It's serious. He lists to it for like fifty, not even five seconds, and he just shoots the cassette out. <laughs> And then she's like, I got another one. I Now, when I first saw this, I thought they fucked up. Yep. Because I, I think I had the same reason. Because like she puts in a tape, and I'm like, no, no. This song is from like 1989 or something. And, I thought and, it was like from 91 or 92. And I went and looked it up. But no, it's from the summer of Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Uh-huh. And he only plays that for about two seconds. Yeah, and spits it across. The Just road. about clips her in the head. Um, and then he, they start looking through her dad's old LPs. Yeah, well, she's looking through tapes to see if there might be something oh, he'd yeah. like. And he starts flipping through the records. And she's like, oh, no, leave those alone. Those were my dad's. And then again, she realizes, okay, I kind of snapped at him there. Yeah. And uh, the one that he stopped at is, uh, I don't know what it is, but. It's uh, Unchanged Melody. Now, well, they, I knew the song, they but put, it's not the Righteous Brothers No, version, it's a guy named sure. Sam Cooke. But if you're listening to this now and you want to hear the best version of this song, listen to the Righteous Brothers, dear listener. Oh, yeah, that is far. Like the, the, the version from the 60s. Yeah. Awesome version. Oh, my love, my darling, I've hungered for you. A long, time. Time. And she just has a moment where she opens up to Bumblebee and explains how much she misses her dad. Mm, they used how, to listen to those records when they worked yeah. on the Corvette on weekends. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she says, 
that tape, and she means the videotape of her diving, was the last time she saw him alive and he died of a heart attack. But and she means the videotape, but the last tape that was mentioned was the Rick Astley tape. So I'm like, what if like that tape is the last time I saw him alive? So your dad got Rick rolled and it gave him a heart attack. Wow. Well, he was the initial Rick roll. Uh, they, they have a hug and they've bonded. Yeah, she misses her dad. Bumblebee hugs her. And then we go to a military meeting uh, with uh, Dr. Powell convincing General Whalen or Wallen um, to ally with the Decepticons, basically. Yeah, and the, Soviet, the scientist like points out, look, look, if America doesn't help them, they're just going to go to the Soviet Union and then they'll help them. And do you want to be the general that lost us the Cold War? Now, the guy at the head of the table is a four star general. And uh, in 1987, there was a four-star general in charge of U.S. Special Operations, and his name was James J. Lindsay, and it's not this guy. Eh. Although they both have Ranger on their, on their sleeve. Anyway. Mm, well, I, I like that all the—when he said, do you want to lose the Cold War, all the other generals, you know, guys at the table were like, oh, 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 oh. But John Cena, and again, John Cena is a treasure. He shines. He's <laughs> yes. maybe. Haley Steinfeld is a fantastic actress or actor. Uh, I just don't think she was given a very good role here. John Cena is a great camp and comedy actor, and he just, he's eaten this up. <laughs> and he's got a line where he's like, yeah. this, like, he is very much against this. He's like, they literally call themselves Decepticons. Like, that yeah. doesn't set off any red flags. Come on, guys. Like, <laughs> so, uh, Powell takes Burns down uh, to the room below and uh, below this office, and Powell welcomes Shatter and Dropkick to Sector 7. Which, again, yeah, like, how did they get these two in here? They're at least 20 feet tall. Like, I mean, how big is the door of this well, they room? Tr they, they transform, Paul. Oh, okay. But <laughs> Sector 7 is another shout-out to the uh, Bayverse. I'm 98% sure Sector 7 never came up in G1, did it? I don't remember it, no. It was nothing like that in the cartoon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a Michael Bay thing. So, uh, oh, and Shatter expresses a lot of interest in the telephone systems if they run worldwide. And she's like, and does they that do. go worldwide? And they're like, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, so uh, we go to, uh, oh, Memo. We cut now to Memo walking up to Charlie's yeah, garage and door. And he's like psyching himself, himself up. up. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's going to talk to her. Yep. Ask her out, hey, you want to do it? And then he finally just says, fuck it, knocks on the door. <laughs> And, and he walks in. in and sees Bumblebee and Bumblebee Bumblebee transforms into a bug and Charlie yanks <laughs> yeah. Memo into the room is like yeah, too late. you can't yeah she basically swears him to secrecy for a bit she threatens to run him over with her car yeah, if but, you say anything <laughs> but, and she means that in a nice way <laughs> like yeah, yeah. She specifies that and then uh, he agrees and then we cut to the two of them immediately they're friends now and they're driving along in Bumblebee and uh, everybody wants to run the world by Tears for Fears is playing This was okay. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's, it Why? starts off with a neat bit where Charlie's like, hey, check it out. He's a good driver. She takes her hands off Bumblebee. Yeah. Like, okay. He's driving. Yeah. We, we knew he could drive himself, but whatever. Yeah. We saw that tons of times. And she's in, like, in give me your shirt. And he's like, Why? Just give it to me. <laughs>
so she take he takes his shirt off and it's like okay we got the young guy shirtless nipples there we <laughs> yeah. go because he's all like self-conscious at first trying to cover himself off it's like what man <laughs> and then she ties her sh- his shirt around her head and i'm just gonna say i was a teenage boy paul you were a teenage boy <laughs> i would not tie a teenage boy shirt around my head that shit stinks <laughs> yeah. anyway she does she and stands musk. up out of the sunroof and waves her arm she's like yay and then of course the shirt blows like, away this thing has a sunroof now like well it's a transformer anyway. you can transform the sunroof but, I don't yeah, know that. anyway yeah. but it, it's this really 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 weak attempt to get memo shirtless pretty much yeah there, there, it's on no story you showed him that he could drive without you holding the steering wheel this whole shirt thing is forced like every other human interaction in this movie <laughs> i'm sorry it just it bugs me if it's if it doesn't have anything to do with like transformers fighting i kind of don't give a shit well this says that it was transformers but they're not fighting the Decepticons are back at the army. They're basically building the internet. They're like, they're building this uh, worldwide system of information. And it's like, the internet existed in 1987, people. Come on. I know, I know. But okay. it was pretty well a military and a university thing back then, but it was there. But yeah, it wasn't like you needed the Decepticons to build it. Uh, the things are going good. Oh, and also while the uh, while that's happening, General Whalen and Burns are watching the observation room, and, mm. and Burns basically or Whalen says, "Look, let them find B one twenty seven, get all this technology from them, and then turn those two into scrap." Yeah, and uh, another thing, the doctor explains what energon is, and it's like a, a heat signature specific mm. to the, the transformer species. Uh, and then Paul, uh, you know what, Paul, I'm. Fuck this scene. I'm just going to walk away for a bit. You do this. You handle this cliff diving scene. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll see you in five minutes. I'll see you in five minutes. Because meanwhile, at Bumble- and this is fucking stupid. It's so pointless. And with Bumblebee, she tells Memo, like, she, uh, she can't go to the cops about uh, Bumblebee to explain to him because they'll take him and do weird science experiments on him. And then Oingo Boingo comes on the fucking radio playing weird science. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? And then it seems like they do this accidentally. They get to a beach party or something, and it's like, hey, you want to check that out? Yeah, let's check that out. And it's like... And it's the boy from before that she spilled the lemonade on, and apparently he's gonna go cliff diving. He's like, "Is anyone brave enough to do with me?" And it's like, and Bumblebee just smacks her in the ass with his door, and then uh, I did like this. He plays the touch. You got the touch. You got the power. There are better spots that could have used that song in this movie, but dun, 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 you got the touch, and the boy recognizes her, and she's like, oh, shit, he remembers the lemonade. Like, nope, that's not even a thing. He remembers her from a diving contest she was in that his sister was in, and he's like, yeah, you're going to oh, hey, do it. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Did you uh, did you finish the scene yet, or are you still? He's just about to dive okay, off. Okay, I'll, I'll see you in a bit. See you in a bit. <laughs> see ya. Okay. okay. Uh, so, yeah, he runs and dives off the cliff, but she's like, I don't want to do this. She backs out, and she goes to leave, but then the fucking mean girls club comes up and uh knocks on bumblebee's door and she winds the window down it's like hey why are you chicken out you could have been cool you could have been popular and uh by the way your car's a piece of shit you should have your dad buy you a better car oh wait sorry uh, and then they go to the blonde bitch's house to toilet paper the yard and they're, they're gonna egg the place but bumblebee oh, hey, just- i'm back Ugh. 
I'm back. Did, uh, did you finish the uh, cliff diving? Uh, yeah, we're done with that. Now we're going to egg a house. Uh, this this scene <laughs> is not so bad. Not as bad, but it still didn't really need to happen. It, it didn't. At least it kind of, it, it's a bit of a, a payback and pay off for the, the mean blonde girl. Mm. But it's, it is, yeah, you're right. It is a pointless scene. Bumble Which leads to a pointless chase. Yes, Bumblebee grabs the cartons of eggs that uh, Memo's holding and he smashes them on the top of the car and he starts rubbing them onto the roof of the car. Although, <laughs> although first there was a funny bit where like they were trying to show him how to TP a house yeah. and he just takes the entire carton and biffs it in the air. Yeah. And it all just comes down. But uh, yeah. he's rubbing it on there and they're like laughing and everything else. And then he just starts smashing the fucking car. Yeah. And he like he's on top of it, jumping on it, just jumps up and flattening it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're like, "Oh my god!" What do you, uh, uh, yeah, because the lights come and on in the, the lights house, and uh, <laughs> Memo and, and Charlie hide behind the the wall of the yard. And then, but uh, Bumblebee tries to do the same thing. He tips the car on its side and he hides behind that. And they're like, "No, you idiot! That, that, <laughs> let's go!" Yeah. And he transforms, and they book it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're driving away, and then uh, the 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 preppy girl comes out, and she's like, "Mom's in the, the facial oh, mask yeah. thing on everything it's like mom okay you ruined her car but like she's totally gonna get a new one so it wasn't much yeah. of a payback anyway so the, now the three uh, uh memo charlie and bumblebee are driving away and they drive past a cop and the cop sheriff perkins yeah. and he's got <laughs> the radar gun out and, and uh, his name. and Char here's sammy i love it. i can't drive 55 a sammy hager That comes on as Bumblebee like refuses to slow down and starts to speed up. And we have this is like a zany hijinks chase. It pretty much. Um, there's yeah. some neat stuff that happens. There's some neat stuff that happens. Um, and it's it really serves one purpose is uh, well, we'll get to it. But um, Bumblebee, uh, this police cruiser, highway patrol, whatever, chases him through the roads a bit. And uh, Bumblebee, uh, you know, gets squished up into the wall. So he has to start transforming mm. and changing but, his yeah, shape. Yeah, he partially transforms to squeeze into tight spots. Yeah. And then he flips up on top of the police car and smashes down under the hood. And it just flattens the front tires. And he gets back off and transforms back to car and drives away. It does. All, there is one, I guess, story point or the plot thing it pushes where when he's uh, changing his shape at one point, like the uh, the two kids get knocked into their back and then like turned over and yes. like, and they end up getting pushed together where it's like they have to pull their heads back so they're not kissing. And it's it's Pretty a neat, cute moment. It's uh -huh. uh, oh, and I will say one thing: when Bumblebee jumps off that cop's hood, where his like his head, his. Uh, beetle hood is kind of at his chest it was the closest i've ever seen to actual generation bumblebee you know like g1 oh, okay, g1 yes. bumblebee has the roof of a beetle as his chest yes oh, this I bumblebee mean, yeah. the michael bay bumblebee has the grill of a beetle as his chest so oh, okay yeah. that's just it, it if you when i was watching that he jumps off i was like oh that kind of looks like fat chubby mm. little bumblebee that i know and love <laughs> yeah. well no intolerant uh, but one thing about this scene is like, okay, why did he try to run from the cops? I but know. she is constantly telling him that he has to avoid the police or the army and everything else because they'll take him and do uh, weird science yeah. experiments to him. So maybe he's just got this 
not necessarily healthy fear of law enforcement. So that's a really good point. They get home and uh, she she's in the garage with Bumblebee and he's outside the door and they say goodnight and no kiss. Ah, ha, ha, yeah, ha. I like that they they kept pushing that away. Um, and then uh, so the next day Charlie's in a good mood. She's going to go to work. Yeah, uh, and she says to Bumblebee, "Hey, you have to stay hidden because the cops are looking for a yellow beetle now. So yeah, she's going to put this canvas bag uh sheet over you." See you later. And you can have my Pop-Tart. Mm. And, uh, no, now, I'm just going to say, I'm pretty sure <clears throat> late. So later that day, uh, Bumblebee's, you know, covered and he's going to transform and get into the house. But before that, the dog is on top of Bumblebee with the Pop-Tart in his mouth and then drops it and jumps off. And the, the dog is watching the breakfast club. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I would bet a thousand dollars that Pop-Tart is fake. I don't think that Pop-Tart was real. I think that was just a CG Pop-Tart. <laughs> Way a, easier to just pop in a... Pop-tart. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't even look like it's been toasted. It's just, uh, no, I don't know. I've had, it just I looks fake. It doesn't land right. The shadows off. Um, so <laughs> this is, oh fuck. I should have left for this scene, man. I burned my fucking get out of jail card. All right. Zany hijinks in the kitchen. <laughs> um, Bumblebee transforms and the dog just kind of looks at him like, what the hell is this? And he goes, yeah, yeah. He's not like scared of Bumblebee, but he goes through the doggy door into the house and Bumblebee realizes that that's a thing and he goes to look through it but he kind of presses too hard and the door comes off the hinges and what follows is bumblebee stumbling around the room and because i mean he's so big like at one point he tries to pick up a can of tab Mm. and just him pinching it lightly causes it to go off and spray tab everywhere everywhere, yeah and he's just stumbling around the room knocking shit over he sees uh, an atari joystick and for some reason, the thing is on, even though nobody's home, and Pong is playing itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, exactly. He sees a coffee maker, and for some stupid reason, he winds the, the analog clock on it ahead to the time when it, you, you set it so it goes off at a certain time in the morning, and coffee just starts gushing out of this thing. Like I know, yeah. Have you, did they never see a coffee maker? Like They don't go that fast. Like, yeah. It's a trickle. <laughs> uh, what this scene serves to do is two things. One, have Bumblebee trash the house, um, but also he plugs into the wall for a second, into an outlet. And yeah, he sticks his finger in the light socket. and Gets zapped in green energy. Mm, well, and outside, uh, Transformers on poles, like bow, 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 real bow, Transformers, bow, bow, bow. start exploding. And uh, back at the army, uh, just as Energon signal detected or signature mm-hmm. detected, like the Decepticons, okay, they're the only other Transformers there, so they must be Bumblebee. We know where he is. It's a town called near San Francisco, and uh, the Decepticons and the army say, all right, let's go. Yeah, and they, they I dare I say, roll out, but uh, shat- oh, Shatter yeah. and Dropkick head out, and they've got like three or four military uh, vehicles behind them. There'll be a lot more later. Um, and then uh, oh, yeah. we go to, oh, we cut back to Charlie's house, and Memo from outside sees something crazy's going on. He calls... Yeah, you can hear the noise. He calls her at the hot dog in a stick stand. He's like, you gotta get home. And she comes home to find <laughs> the place is trashed. Like, and she's Bumblebee. What the fuck happened here? <laughs> and she's like, what, what did you do? And he's like, oh, and he turns into a bug again. That was kind of funny. <laughs> right in the middle she's of like, the room. It's too late for that. Yeah. So... Um, anyway, she, she gets him back in the garage. Her and Memo start to, uh, clean the place up. She's like, oh, I am so screwed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have a quick shot of like the Decepticons roaring through any town, town USA. Yeah. And, uh, then Sally and Otis are driving home and Otis, like again, typical little brothers, like, ah, ha ha. I could paralyze. He's doing you. all the karate moves. I know, karate. Yeah. <laughs> so 
because they come in and the house is trashed and this is where charlie and sally have their big blow up moment. oh yeah we're heading for our all is lost her mom says all right i've had it with you all you do is mope and spend time with your car and and then she charlie pretty much says well look you found a replacement for my father with ron here but he's not a replacement for me and i can't move on from this exactly like i'm glad you did but i can't and she leaves Uh, storms out and then um we cut to the two charlie and memo uh driving along and he basically apologizes uh to her you know about her dad and she's sad about her dad paul yes paul did you know did you know that charlie misses her dad or she must because uh memo says there's this quote uh i i like and it's the darkest nights produce the brightest stars and she's like, oh, that's that's kind of nice. He's like, yeah, my mom got it from White Watchers. <laughs> what? So as they're driving along, they get stopped by a military roadblock, and then more Humvees come in behind them, and they're all they're pinned mm. in. And they're like, get out, yeah. out of the car right now. And the army tries to arrest them, but uh, as soon as they grab her, Bumblebee transforms and just grabs the the officer that's got her and throws. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> dead or <laughs> paralyzed. One of the two. Yeah. No other option. One yeah. of the two. Um, and he, he was going to retire in two days. And well, see, no. uh, <laughs> Burns is like, "Don't you run! Don't you run!" Bumblebee picks her up and just runs away. So, oh, they ran. They fucking ran. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Bumblebee, uh, holding Charlie, runs down a little hill, throws her inside, transforms, and whoosh! They start driving away, only to run into Shatter and Dropkick. And this was a really great shot where yeah, she's cause... like, "Oh, they come in in air mode." Yeah, I think and then they're they, flying. They transform Tra- into cars and then switch maybe to robot this mode. This is maybe this is the scene I was thinking of way earlier when they anyway it is a great shot in that like they just start charging in robot mode Mm. and they're they're pretty intimidating decepticons i'll say they're pretty good bad guys yeah they shoot at bumblebee and uh, he transforms to protect charlie but she just goes flying and they're like all right where is optimus prime hiding and uh, uh dropkick's like why is he not fighting back yeah it's like he doesn't understand well like why is he just sitting there he's not doing anything and it uh, doesn't stop them. They kick him around a bit more. And uh, Charlie runs in front of them and tries to say, hey, leave him alone. But then uh, Bumblebee is shot from behind by like a giant taser, basically. Yeah, basically. And it, where she's touching him, the electricity zaps her, too. And she she passes out. And she wakes up in her room and thus begins uh, a number of points of like me just asking, why is Charlie not in an interrogation room right now? Pretty much, because she's just lying in her own room. <laughs> yeah, she's literally, like, one of the people of, like, she's first contact with a fucking alien race. Yeah. Um, but she wakes up in her bedroom, and she comes out, and there's Burns in the kitchen with her mom and stepdad, and they're yeah. talking about her. And she, they, this is the moment where she's basically saying, he's my friend, you can't. And I'm sorry, lady. Because uh, he's like, uh, ma'am, your daughter stole uh, government property. And she's like, that's bullshit. He doesn't belong to the government. Yeah. And uh, anyway, she gets sent to her room again, where, again, like, uh, she should be taken into custody. <laughs> yeah, you would think. And there was actually a funny scene where Ron here, Ron was like, hey, yeah, puberty can be a tough time. Remember when I was her age, I um, I stole a box of Malamars, and Burns is like, yeah, we know. <laughs> I like that. It's like he's got everybody's criminal record in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Charlie sneaks out of her room, and this amazingly powerful sector seven she sneaks right past them yep <laughs> they didn't have anybody watching the door or the house yeah yep. yeah throws rocks at memo's window but then gets caught by otis yes oh and she's like i'm gonna tell mom and she, she like 
puts her hand over his mouth, drags him along too. So and he, and he even does like such a little brother. He was like he he right away he's like you're touching my butt, you're touching my butt. <laughs> when she's like not, she's got her hand on his shoulder in his mouth. Yeah. Such a just a little shit. Like he's a cartoon character, but admittedly he's a good cartoon character. Pretty well, yeah. He he does what he uh, sh- same with Ron. Yeah, <laughs> Ron's a Ron's a Ron's a goofball, but he's a he's a I, I appreciate the goofiness. Mm. Um. So they go into Otis's room or Memo's room conveniently as the news is talking about what's going on. Yeah, and he's got all these hair care products on his uh, yeah, nightstand. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, my sister likes to play pranks and put all her stuff in my room." And he just tries to hide them in the drawer. <laughs> it's like you fucking idiot. And uh, the the news is talking about the army at the McKinnon Air Base, and she's like, "Well, that's where uh, Bumblebee will be." And she gets Otis to stay behind uh, to tell. Uh, her mom and Ron that she's in a room like so you have to cover for me they get out on the on her moped and uh, she puts on that silly helmet she's like let's do this it was it was cute so uh, I thought it was good then funny. we cut to the Decepticons and they're interrogating Bumblebee they basically have him hanging from his wrist and mm. they're just beating the shit out of him asking where Optimus is and like they're trying to get him to talk but he can't both physically can't and he has no idea what they're That's asking true, him. Yeah. like he he doesn't remember yeah uh so then charlie and memo uh, really very secure sector seven yeah break into a military base there's even like they get through a fence and memo's like how did you know it would the power was off and she's yeah, like because it says danger high voltage yeah. and, and she's like i yeah. didn't and it's like oh so which raises girl. two questions <laughs> one you're really dumb i guess that's more of a comment but two why is the power off yeah exactly is it just uh it's like a, you see houses where all it is is a sticker it says uh protected by a chub alarm system but it's just a <laughs> yeah, sticker. Yeah. there's no alarm <laughs> it, it's yeah it's really easy for her to sneak past military people uh, yeah and they they do that they get right up to a door and they they watch um drop kick uh, they dropkick knocks Bumblebee to the ground, steps on him. Yeah, because and that triggers the Shatter Optimus realizes, hologram. Look, he, he's not going to give us any information. His memory cells are fried. So, fuck it. Just you can kill him. Yeah. Here you go. You can kill him. And uh, with this hologram of Optimus comes up, and he indicates all the op- Autobots are on their way. Yeah, this time it's much clearer. Yes, and uh, it's like just hold out, soldier. We're on our way. Mm-hmm. Which Shatter is delighted because now they're like, hey, they're all coming to us. Let's call for reinforcements because mm-hmm. all the Autobots are coming here. We'll set a trap. And uh, hey, check this out. I'm pr- now she starts showing holograms of like, here's the tower we'll use and here's the satellites we use. Meanwhile, this that scientist like the- is still standing right there. <laughs> yeah. Now, but that one of the satellites, the holograms looked like the International Space Station. And I know that wasn't in the air no. in 1980. I don't even think so, Skylab was still in. Like, I think Skylab had already crashed. Wasn't that the late seventies that thing crashed? And then Mir, yeah, and then Mir, the Russian up. one was, and then ISS goes up, Mir comes down, and then China goes up, and then everybody <laughs> learned Mandarin. Yeah. So yeah, Powell is hearing this whole thing. You're right, and he calls Burns and is like, "We made a horrible mistake." And I was thinking, uh, you." made a horrible mistake <laughs> it's like that's what i've been saying <laughs> yeah. so um he he tells burns as much as he can and then drop kick pops him yeah just shoots him and he does the pop thing again he's just a yeah. cool <laughs> back at the house uh her mom and stepdad are still cleaning up and uh yeah, yeah. mom has her brother where's uh where's your sister and he does this really rehearsed 
badly acted line. <laughs> her mom is idiot. this, or his mom is like this close to saying, "What the fuck was that?" Like she's like, "What?" Yeah, and he <laughs> and he, he repeats the line word for word, and she and she storms to her uh, Charlie's she's room. Taken ill. Yeah, 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 and she will not be here this evening. And Charlie's gone, so uh, they're gonna go look for her, and then. We, uh, the Decepticons shatter and, and drop kick. They're like, all right, we're going to go off to this tower and they drive away. So Charlie and M- Memo can run in and they find Bumblebee on ground. And, uh, Charlie just picks up. Yeah, he, he did. Bumblebee won't wake up. And eventually she picks up one of these giant taser guns and shoots him with it. And then shoots him with a and second another one. one. And another one. And it's like, that's why did, yeah, why did you think that would work? But it does. Yeah. Just if like, you shoot it, enough it electricity into it. It seems like it's not going to work. And then he doesn't he have kind of zooms in on her and she's all sad. And then you see the blue eyes set up. Yeah. He sits up in the, and uh, yeah. something in, in his vision, it says uh, memory restoring. And it shows this like progress bar going. Yeah. And he's just, he won't, she's like, B, get up, get up. And he won't get up. And the military pulls up and burns. He's got a line where he's like, that door is in my way. Yeah. There's a door in my way. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They get the there's C4 a door, on the door in my and, way. Yeah. He's great. He is my favorite character in this. He's just a, he's a great, uh, a great part of the movie. And um, yeah. So Charlie won't, can't get B up. And Memo's like, oh, shit. He sees the, the explosives. And he tries to get Charlie up, but it's too late. The door blows, mm, sends the two kids flying, blasted. and Bumblebee onto his ass. And Bumblebee's down again. And the army comes in, and the colonel's like, all right, get those kids out of here right now. And yeah. the colonel grabs her personally, and uh, she's struggling with him, and she elbows him in the chest. And it's like, all right, and he's dragging her away, and Bumblebee gets up. And then they shoot Bumblebee with uh, the, the harpoons thing again, like they had before and start dragging him away. And she, Oh yeah. This is where she elbows him in the chest. And uh, he's had it with this kid and he throws her to the ground and that did it. Yeah. Bumblebee is pissed. He goes like that little battle mask comes out and his eyes go mm, red and you he, just see his fingers grab into the pavement. The trucks stop moving. Like they can't pull him any further. And he stands up as I, and <laughs> yeah. he, he basically blows everything up. He blows everything as soon as he stands up the colonel's even like oh shit and he just backhands him into a crate so uh he after he shoots her a while charlie's like whoa 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 nice shooting tex just she's like stop stop yeah and And he does goes back back to blue yeah he goes back to baby face bumblebee but she realizes you remember now don't you like why you're here and what's going on and more army guys are approaching in the distance, so uh, Bumblebee's like, we have to, he expresses yeah, exactly. to her, we have to go stop them. And uh, if not us, Yeah, she do. says, we need to hide, but he shows her the hologram of the tower, and like, and he plays the line that uh, Optimus said, so that's how he gets that across. So Bumblebee transforms, and uh, Memo's like, I'll buy you some time with these guys. And I'm like, oh, what are you going to do? But anyway, she, yeah, she kisses him on the cheek, and... Uh, well, to start, bud. Yeah, yeah. He actually, he's like, that was a kiss. She's like, on the cheek. Yeah, it doesn't count. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so they head away, and then Memo uh, proves to be completely yeah, like, useless hey, as halt, soon as like, the, the Humvees. He's like, whoa, stop! <laughs> just he just has to them. duck and covers they zip past him. Yeah. So uh, Charlie and Bumblebee are racing towards the radio tower, and here's this. This scene was this was unnecessary. Uh, very unnecessary. I did. Uh, I mean, it, it it get gets us there, but they could have done it another way because. Do you know all that was missing was the Benny Hill theme music? (laughs) Yeah. It really, I bet if you play that scene with (laughs) Benny Hill theme music over it, it's actually fucking hilarious. It syncs up. It's like uh, Dark Side of the Rainbow kind of thing. (laughs) They actually designed it that way. Yeah. 
Yeah, so what happens is Charlie's in, in B, and Burns is ch- uh, chasing her with an agent driving the Humvee, and then Ron comes flying in with the station wagon, yep. Sally in the passenger seat, and Otis in the back. I like uh, how um, Ron even says, uh, we should look into getting seatbelts. Like, w- wait a minute, this is 1987. <laughs> in the United States, yeah. it was mandatory for all vehicles made after 1968 to have seatbelts. Whether or not you use them was a completely different law, but they should be there. Please. And that, yeah. that car is not... No, that is not uh, a 60s station wagon, 70s maybe. So this is a lot of yucks, and there's a big crash in the end. Do you, do you even want to get into this scene? Do you care? Yeah, our family pulls up beside her, and at this point, John, I kind of checked out. Like, this was unnecessary. This amount of involvement of her family, like, she could have just had an adventure with her neighbor and Bumblebee, and mom and stepdad yeah. could have just kept out of it. This, this movie could have been 90 minutes really easily, and it would have been a oh, really yeah. solid 90 minutes. But yeah, yeah. by the time this ends, they uh, Ron causes a car crash that stops Burns and B and Charlie get away. That's, that's the point. That's pretty much what happens, and then her brother throws up because it's... Yeah, oh yeah, because you have to have that. awesome. That was uh, radical. So, yeah, yeah. So Shatter and Dropkick are at the tower. They're prepping it to send a message mm-hmm. to Cybertron. Wiring it up. Yeah, and then Bumblebee and Charlie arrive, and she's like, "What's the plan?" And he just picks her up, and puts her in a dumpster. Yeah, he pulls a Leon S. Kennedy, and in you go. <laughs> uh, so he charges the ch- tower, starts shooting at it, and uh, Dropkick comes down to attack him, and uh, they start fighting, and a stray missile like hits. I don't know if it hits the dumpster or near it, but either way. Or just near it because it blows the back Charlie's off and she comes rolling dead. out of it. Yeah, yeah, she's dead. You would think. But uh, and this is the second time they're swearing in this movie because uh, she sees the missile coming in and she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but no, she gets out of there without a scratch. And uh, then somehow looking at the tower figures out the battery and which part to take out. Like it's just, oh, there's a glowing green thing. I'm going to go get that. Mm. This becomes her mission. But she's like, how am I going to get up there? And she looks over and she sees a crane and like the boom of the crane is near that. Yeah. And uh, she, she runs off. And meanwhile, uh, Bumblebee and Dropkick are just having themselves a good old fight. And Bumblebee is actually holding his own. Like he's. Yeah, he is. There's is actually a-, a shot here where it looked like a shot from the opening credits where um dropkick like throws bumblebee bumblebee transforms into a into the bug drives around uh like 180s drives back and then transforms and jumps in the air oh like in uh the g1 opening yeah uh, thing where Who jazz is, is that, that sky yeah, jazz yeah yeah it it looked like that i mean more cuts different angles yeah. but it was like the same move same idea yeah anyway uh as they're fighting this Again, is another very Michael Bay moment where uh, Charlie has to run to this tower, to the crane to get into the tower. And as she does and it... And she grabs a bag of tools on the way. Yeah. You, yeah. That's, it's a very brief shot. Yeah, she, she does. Kind of. Yeah, you just see her run past him and pick him up. But as she's doing that, um, Dropkick and Bumblebee are just like falling all over each other with kicks and punches. Mm. And kind of just a force of destruction coming behind her as she's out running it and running between their legs. And it looks like it was shot on a blue screen or green screen and it it feels fake and it looks like something michael bay would have come up with uh, yeah yeah it's it's action but it's and just everything's happening everywhere and i don't care <laughs> yeah and now like uh at one point bumblebee even grabs an i-beam and just starts beating the shit out of him with that <laughs> <laughs> like and despite the decepticon's bigger size like bumblebee i think has the upper hand here he's beating the living shit out of him. he's really he's a hell of a fighter um 
So the oh, then Burns arrives in a helicopter and he opens fire on Shatter. Yeah. And so she gets slowed down. And then okay, this is when Bumblebee takes a drop kick, and it was admittedly pretty cool. It was a neat idea. Mm-hmm. Where Dropkick, uh, so Bumble- they're fighting, and actually Dropkick has a great move where Bumblebee knocks him back, Dropkick turns into a car and like drives up the side. They're inside, I should say, they're inside like the um, the big bay where you take ships to dry dock them. Um, yeah, they're in like that, like a locks or yeah, something so, like they call that. So he starts to drive up the wall and then transforms, jumps off the wall, turns into the helicopter, turns around and opens fire on Bumblebee. And mm. Bumblebee grabs a chain and throws throws it into the rotor yeah and it just winds itself right up and and uh dropkick crashes so i yeah. guess because he he does transform before he lands so i guess decepticons can't fly in robot mode in this universe but that's a good point none of them actually that's a really good point well blitzwing did earlier yeah you're right blitzwing did blitzwing did uh but even starscream at the very beginning didn't fly in robot mode he walked off that bill anyway we're getting sidetracked yeah uh what's really neat is that when dropkick transforms back the chains are still wrapping up because of the rotor and they start to wrap around his joints and his neck and uh he's like you think that's gonna stop and he doesn't even finish because bumblebee just cranks on the chain and just pops him into it's like he's like ripped all his limbs he's literally like a transformer (laughs) toy with the 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 uh, limbs coming off at the pivot joints yeah and like when your gi joe's broke yeah those were a hell of a thing to get back together that little fucking fucking rubber band inside yeah they should (laughs) have sold a tool anyway um so dropkick explodes that's the end of him and uh meanwhile charlie is she's uh, out at the end of this crane's boom and at one point in that there's there's a brief scene where she kind of gets knocked off it and she's hanging on but she climbs back up <gasps> and now she's at she the might end of not this make it thing and uh, but the tower is still a good four or five feet away yep. so she kind of jumps and grabs onto a ladder and uh, uh meanwhile up on top of the tower like uh Shatter has had enough with this fucking helicopter and she blasts it. (laughs) So he starts going down, Burns helicopter starts uh, going down Mm. and Bumblebee, this is that iconic shot from the trailer, runs up and catches Burns helicopter and basically slows him down. And uh, it it slides in Bumblebee, like it has Bumblebee pinned, but they kind of lock eyes for a second. Yes, they do. There's an understanding. Holy shit, this thing just saved my life. Yeah. Uh, And while that's happening, Charlie, she's in the uh, tower now, and she gets up to this battery thing, and she's about to steal the spot when Shatter spots her from above and starts like, what are you doing? And shoots shoots down at her and then transforms into her jet mode and comes down to, like, Charlie's level. Yeah, and is about to shoot her when she gets blasted. Yeah. It's Bumblebee on the ground. Bumblebee shoots her down. And he's still pinned between the uh, helicopter and the whatever, but he he manages to shoot Shatter. She falls down. Charlie removes the thing, the battery thing. And Shatter's like, no, and is about to shoot her when Bumblebee jumps in and the fight and Shatter should, I'm just going to say, Shatter should have been the one fighting at the beginning because holy shit, does she kick ass. Oh, yeah, she is way better fighter than Dropkick was. Yeah, I don't think Bumblebee gets a single shot in here. No, she's just beating the living fuck out of him. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the part where like he uh, he shoots the firewall of the thing. And yeah, she's it, got it a breaks pin. and the water starts coming in and, and there's a ship coming in with it. And, like a container uh, ship, yeah. Yeah, and Shatter's like, yeah, you missed, you idiot. Then she realizes what's happening and she's like, you idiot, you're going to kill us both. <laughs> and he, he like spins her around to that point when she's distracted. Yeah, he's holding her so that she's going to face the brunt of it. And what happens is that 
uh, container ship slams into her and crushes her into the other wall, the other end of this uh, dry dock area. Yeah. And Bumblebee just gets knocked underwater. And uh, this is this was dumb. Yeah. So Bumblebee's underwater and Charlie finally works up the courage to make a dive. She takes her jacket off for what I thought was no reason. Then I'm like, oh, this is what she's going to do. And she, it, it, it's a good one. It's, it's a good dive. I mean, it, it's a it's a well she would get a crafted if this shot of a dive. Yeah, yeah. Her the yeah. If it was for best CGI, uh, it was it was an okay shot of her going down. She, it's a good dive, but then it's she just goes down and like touches Bumblebee, and he's like, oh hey hey yeah, how you doing? Yeah, but uh, like, how would you be able to see in this him. water? Like the, the the water in this is probably not that clean, right? I mean, I'm pretty sure I this isn't imagine. like the, the pool Plus with the water. Plus, it's freshly churned. Yeah, it's yeah, freshly exactly. churned. Water. It'd be but cloudy. The, like it's there was no point to it. Like, it's just no. it, her overcoming this fear and finally diving didn't save the day. There was no uh, like, OK, you him. get down and you see he's alive. OK, that's all the info you need for now. He'll be fine. He doesn't breathe. You do. Yeah. So get out of the water and get some help. <laughs> but but uh, they managed to get out of the water. They get out of the water. Burns is there and he's like, look, you guys run. My friends are on their way. I'll buy you some time. So now he's a good guy. And uh, so they, they drive away and Memo shows and, up. Uh, Burns even admits, uh, like he says, um, you need to book up. My friends are coming and they'll be looking for him, not it anymore. Now it's him. Oh, so yeah. He, I didn't so notice he admits, that. Yeah. He also salutes him when he leaves soldier. Yeah. I like this. As they're walking yeah. away, the colonel's like, hey, soldier. And Bumblebee just turns around and the colonel salutes him. So uh, and then he does the, the fist bump yeah, at the yeah. end of the breakfast club. Yeah. Uh, so we go to uh, Charlie and, and Bumblebee. They're just, uh, you know, by the Golden Gate Bridge. It's in the background. And they're saying their goodbyes. And this just felt forced to me. God, I've been mm. negative this whole show. Um, but it was, they're like, hey, she's like, you got to go help other people, which, okay. And then he just, for no reason other than it's the fucking Michael Bay universe, sees a Camaro on the bridge and turns into the Michael Bay Bumblebee Camaro. Well, it's a, it's not the, like the 2000, whatever year it was one. It's, it's a seventies model Camaro, but, um, oh no, but at the beginning, do you remember at the beginning of Transformers, he's the old Camaro oh, and yes, then yes, yes, that's yeah, what he turns into. I see what you mean. And yeah. Like, Cause he was never a bug in that one. Yeah. yeah. He was this, Cause yeah. Cause she's like, why does he turn into this piece of shit Camaro and then a brand new Camaro is coming down the other side of the road and he scans that and it turns into that. Yeah. Okay. I remember that now. Yeah. But yeah, and she's like, she's like, you could have turned into a Camaro the whole time. And I was like, good point. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he, yeah. So they, Oh, Oh, and, uh, and don't, of course, don't forget about me by cloves comes on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah simple yeah. minds. Also from the breakfast club. There you go. neat shot but it doesn't really make sense in the story and no. it does kind of diverge away from michael bay and that optimus is just on the bridge now well why didn't you fucking help in that fight there optimus yeah exactly i was kind of waiting for him to come along or uh, like when when bumblebee just was so messed up she couldn't fix him yeah. like next thing you know ratchet's like yeah all right, step no. aside lady let me show you how this is done something like that but yeah so i guess the autobots are here now the autobots are here and uh, charlie goes home and everybody's happy and the police have no questions and the military doesn't want to debrief yeah, like the, her it's a crime yeah. scene like they've got the tape yeah. and all the neighbors are there there's people all around there's police cars there's police tape everywhere and she can just walk in and hug her family and she's not being put in handcuffs or uh, no. like even burns was like my friends are on their way you have to run yeah exactly they know where she lives. 
<laughs> and uh, Memo comes over and his arms in a sling and he's like, hey, how you doing? She's like, hey, how you it's doing? all clean and wearing a nice shirt. And he, he tries to go to hold her hand and she's like, no, we're not there yet. Yeah. And they <laughs> laugh. Ha ha ha. That, that that one shot was like I was like well this is why I didn't like Haley Steinfeld specifically in this role or as this character is that she just comes off as too intelligent to play this emo seventeen eighteen year old kid yeah uh, what happens next Optimus and Bumblebee walk through the forest yeah yeah we're up in the woods and Bumblebee and Optimus he says oh, thank you for keeping this planet safe I can't do his voice you're gonna and. Uh, <laughs> And he calls him B-127, uh, and Bumblebee, using like, clips from the radio, he's like, uh, my name is Bumblebee okay. now. Okay. And then we go to Charlie, and... Well, uh, before that, up in the sky, you see seven fireballs oh, yeah. coming down, like, here's the rest of the Autobots, um, we hope, unless yeah. it's seven Decepticons and they're fucked. <laughs> <bunch of them. laughs> um, and then we go to Charlie in the garage, and she goes under the car again, and then you hear the car start because <laughs> nobody knows how cars work. Apparently, and, she gets the Corvette going. And she goes, yeah, I did it! And we cut to a picture on the wall or a shot in the wall the picture of her and her dad and her and bumblebee and then she's driving the corvette through the time <laughs> the end uh, it's five o'clock somewhere there we go all right uh so um as you enjoy your tasty beverage paul what what did you think of bumblebee i liked it i i really liked it there were some unnecessary things like the, the, her family was a little too involved in yeah. it they could have been more on the back burner yeah uh that was definitely something i didn't think was all that necessary but uh mostly i i really liked it the i'm, I'm the same like the action's fun the story's fairly straightforward oh the transformers like you, parts are awesome great. um and and like you said it's you know the family stuff the, there's there's enough i think i said it earlier in this episode is like you could cut a half hour from this movie oh easily and not really lose anything um though all the stuff about the cool kids in school that feels so manufactured and forced yeah that that did not need to be there that entire up. cliff diving scene did not need to be there because it's like i said she doesn't even want to be in their little clique like yeah they're yeah just there like, um and uh I, I basically i like this movie when it's about transformers i mean like some of the moments like where she's kind of like all alone in her life and bumblebee is literally all alone on earth he doesn't even know who he is or where he is or even why he's there so like he's really scared and she realizes that and it's, it's like i mean the the moments between them are kind of touching i guess you could say yeah it's it definitely has that iron giant et vibe et i was about to say it reminded me a lot of like elliot and et oh, yeah, where yeah, et yeah. is alone and he's scared family and doesn't problems know what to do, and but, totally yeah um as, as for Haley steinfeld uh i i wasn't a huge fan of her character um, just in that it was a little hit you over the head, but she gives a solid performance. She's a great actor. Yeah. Um, and John Cena is a fucking treasure. Apparently she's a singer too. Like the, the song during is, the yeah, credits her. is a, an 80s remix of, of uh, Back to Life, I think. Our love's enough Transcending us through space and time It's holding up It keeps you and me in a twine uh, John Cena was great. He's he, he he always plays a version of himself. This was a funny version. I liked him. Yeah, it's like he, it, it's a caricature kind of thing of 
Yeah. I, I I did like that. Like he didn't have it out for the Transformers. He did or for the Autobots. He just didn't trust any Transformers. No. It's like when the when General Whalen was like, "Hey, look, you kill them after this is done." He was like, "Absolutely." Yeah. So I it's like that. Just get rid of them. Yeah. So again, I gotta say, I like I get that Bumblebee has to act like a child after his memory's been wiped. I I, I was just mm. bored by it. It was like I said, it was. It was something I've seen before. I wished it would have been neat if like his memory built bit by bit and he learned things as he went along and discovered stuff. But it's like, cause you didn't need that scene at the beach where they're learning how to hide. He yeah. could have, if you could have written in that he, some of his memory comes back and he learns a thing about this technology and how a new way to transform his hand into a different kind of weapon. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. Or... I think you could have built it up rather than just go for E.T part two <laughs> yeah on the whole it's it's a fun movie it's a fun movie it, i think i've said to you before it it reminds me of the old pg-13 movies from when we were kids in that it's there's explosions there's actions it's it's pretty safe and family fun and and every movie had the line remember that like in that like in outbreak it's like with all due respect sir go fuck yourself sir or whatever he says this one, it's when the colonel's like, oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. And, and that, that reminded me of, of the, the old PG-13 as well. So, yeah, I'd recommend it. If you uh, if, if you're listening, if you subscribe to this podcast, holy fuck, you've already seen Bumblebee. But oh, yeah. um, uh, if you uh, if you haven't seen Bumblebee, go see Bumblebee. Just check it out. It's on Netflix right now. Who knows how long it'll be there, but uh, it's on there. So if you have Netflix, you got nothing else to do for a couple hours. Give it a watch. If you uh, haven't already, go look at us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P McPherson one. Mm, make sure you uh, rate and review the show on your podcast app and tell all your friends, tell everybody, you know, you can find old episodes at transformers, nitpickers.podbean.com. Yeah, they're all in there. All the G one and uh, all of season one of uh, beast wars. So go check that out and more by now. And then until the next time, uh, keep on transforming. See you later.